Welcome back to a Mavs Outsider Podcast with your host, Dustin. Doing a post-game pod for the Mavs wins against Houston and Boston. Um, Obviously, the Boston game was much more exciting. Um, But, you know, I, I... I did skip I did skip a pod for the Houston game because I you know I was gonna do it yesterday morning, Saturday morning, and I thought, well, I didn't want to do a Saturday morning pod and then you know Dallas was playing so early today on Sunday that I thought I didn't want to do a Saturday morning and a Sunday evening, so I thought, you know what? That Houston game was so boring that I'll just sort of skip that pod and I'll talk about it and we'll kind of move on. But Dallas did beat Houston 113 to 100. Um, the game, obviously in the first quarter or so, it was close, but it, it was pretty much, I mean, it was all Dallas. Um, Luka had 30. Uh, Powell had 26 somehow. I, I think this was like one of the only teams that Powell could play against you know Christian Wood wasn't playing I don't know if he's hurt or not uh, but Houston just didn't have a big you know they, they were playing that Shingoon guy at center and he's probably not a center um, he did school LeBron a few nights prior which was funny to see um, them sort of kind of take it to LeBron I kind of felt bad for LeBron but uh, you know Dinwiddie had 16 Burke had 15 just Sort of an uneventful game, you know. Luca had 14 rebounds and uh, six assists, so they got the win. And you know, like I said, I wanted to bring it up, but I didn't really need to talk about that game too much because, uh, again, it, it was a boring game. But the exciting game was the Boston game. You know, I I wasn't a hundred percent sure how this game was gonna go. Um, a couple things stood out. For one, you know, the starting lineups with, you know, Bullock wasn't there. He was out for personal reasons. I'm hoping when he comes back, his shooting comes with it um, because he's been really bad lately. But, um, you know, Dallas shot 40% from three for the game, which was great. Um, A few things sort of stick out of this game. Well, for one, the Boston Celtics started basically two bigs. They started Horford and Williams. And Dallas really started for guards. You know, I, I tend to think of Dorian Finney-Smith as more of a guard. Um, he, I, I know he's probably a forward. He They like to play him at the four a lot. He's not a four. He's more of a three. But, you know, having Brunson, Dinwiddie, and Luka at the guards, and then, you know, Dwight Powell, who had a really bad game. Um, he had four points and three rebounds. Uh, you know, Bertans played, you know, one-fourth of the minutes and had three rebounds. So, I, it's just, I'm sorry. I know I don't want to bang on Powell this game. It was it was just not his game. Um, he only had two defensive rebounds, too. Uh, Luca or Maxi had all the, Maxi had 13 rebounds. I was a little shocked when I saw that stat. Unfortunately, Maxi. His offense has really been struggling. Um, he had no points. Uh, he also, you know, he's going to be on the end of another highlight. You know, I do feel bad for Maxi. He he said it before 
you know, he's going to get, you know, he's going to get dunked on because he's going to challenge everything. And I honestly, I would rather have my, my defender challenge. And I, I know, like, it's not, I know in the basketball community getting dunked on like that is, obviously they're going to show you the dunk. They're not going to show you the fact that the Mavs won the game, right? They're going to show you this awesome dunk over and over and over again. But I would rather have the win. Yeah, that's just me. Some fans would like to have the dunk. But whatever. Um, it is what it is. But Maxie's offense has been really struggling lately. I hope he can find his confidence because his open three shooting – you know, his three-point shooting when he's open because he's going to get a lot of open looks is what the Mavs really need. Um, Luka had 26 points, and he had eight rebounds, and he had eight assists. Um, another thing, he also had three steals. I think another thing that sticks out from this game was the foul call at the end on Luka that was overturned on the challenge. Um you know, obviously Celtics fans disagree and Mavs fans agree for the overturn. But I will say this, as um, I'm obviously a Mavs fan, so I was for the overturn. But I will say this, um, the, the one thing that the refs have been calling really consistently, and I, they've been really bad this year, the officials, I'll say that right up front, they've been really bad. The one thing they can't get right is continuation. They have no idea what a continuation is. They're confused on it. Every ref has a different opinion on continuation. The one thing they have done consistently is they've always given, they've always said that contact with the hand after the shot is released is considered not a foul. The, the Mavs have been on the other side of this so many times. Um, I, I know there have been several times where the a Mavs player is hitting the hand, there's a foul call, and it's overturned. That's just something they're doing. That's something that they're they're saying. It, you know what? The Mavs also got – it was that block shot. Um, who was it? It was uh, – was it Maxi who was blocking a – he got like a block on a dunk. And I think – I can't remember who it was, but they wanted a foul because he got the guy's hand, and there was no foul called. I do remember that Maxi got that same call um, on a block, and for the life of me, I can't remember who it is, but it wasn't that long ago. But it's just something they've they've been doing. If you make contact with the hand after the shot's released, they're not giving the foul. And I was thinking about that when. You know they called the foul. I, I couldn't see it. I, I I started to cook. You know I was I was I had to eat. I started to cook and I was, I was so far away and I saw they called the foul. So I walked closer to the screen and I watched it. And I I said just challenge it. There's eight seconds left. You're not going to need that challenge. Challenge it. You know and of course, kid knew that and he challenged it. And um, he, I, Dallas got. I did not think they were going to get it. I thought if it were in Dallas, they might give it to Dallas. But being in Boston, I thought for sure they were going to give it to them. 
And I just could not believe it. Now, I was hoping for a miss. You know, Marcus Smart's not the greatest free throw shooter. He's, they think they said he was like 82%. He had been 6 for 6. So I thought to myself, he's got to miss one of those three. You know, the pressure will get to him, and he's got to miss one of those three. So, um, you know, they ended up jumping it at the end, and Luca wanted to jump for some reason. Um, he thought he could steal it. Uh, you know, they didn't win the tip. Boston won the tip. They got a bad shot off. And the rest is history. But uh, one of the, there's three guys really like really stuck out in this game, and it was Luca, it was Dorian Finney-Smith, and it was Dinwiddie. I thought Dinwiddie played great. Um, you know, Brunson, Brunson did score 14. Uh, he did hit a lot of he did hit two open threes. He was getting a lot of open looks, which is good. You know, shooting 50. percent I mean, you can't ask for more. Uh, Dorian Finney-Smith was four for seven on his threes. Dorian Finney-Smith was like one of the the biggest heroes of this game. His shooting sort of brought them back when they fell behind pretty big. I think they fell behind by 12 at one point. And Dorian Finney-Smith's shooting was incredible. Um, Obviously, his defense is what it is. He had two steals. Spencer Dinwiddie, he just came through at the end again. Um, you know, Luca had the ball at the end, and he ended up being in the middle of the court around the three-point line, and he turned around and saw Dinwiddie. And, you know, because Luca has just killed the Celtics these last couple of years uh, with game-winning shots and stuff like that, I felt like the entire team collapsed. He, he had his, cho- his choice of, like, who he could pass it to. And Dinwiddie was just all by himself, and he shot the ball. Obviously, you, he made the right play. I, you know, I know there's this, there's always this debate about you want your best player taking the shot, blah blah blah. But I, I've never, I've never said anything like I've never made a comment about LeBron. I don't like LeBron, and when LeBron would get doubled and tripled at the end of the games, and he would pass it, and the guy would shoot and miss, and they'd lose. People be like, oh, LeBron, I never, ever said anything about that because I thought, to, I, to, in my opinion, it's the right play. I, I know you you want your best player making the pass or making the shot, taking the shot, but I don't want a bad shot taken. I, I would rather see an open shot taken by a role player over a, a bad shot taken by my superstar while he's triple teamed. It's just how it is, and... Sometimes that guy, you know, Finney Smith has made them before. Uh, Maxie's made some. And it was Spencer Dinwiddie this time. He made it. And Luca's going to get doubled and tripled at the end of games because he's that guy. I mean, that it is what it is. And you just have to have confidence in your teammates. And that, that's just what it is. Um, so I, I was excited to see him make that. I, I thought once he made that, it was going to be very difficult for Boston because Dallas had been playing really good defense. Um, you know, <laughs> Lucas should have let Marcus Smart take that shot because Marcus Smart wasn't going to make that deep three. He, he's not that player. Um, but, like I said, they got away with it. It would have been nice if you know, it's tough when you call that foul um, because you don't know what's happening after the play, you know, because 
the play should have gone all right. You you can't predict what happens after the play goes on, and then all of a sudden, you know, you have a jump ball. You know, Dallas could have got the rebound and a foul and had two free throws, you know. But instead, Boston's getting the ball back. So at the end of the day, because they made a bad call, you've got, you know, it's like them getting an offensive rebound. So, um, you know, Trey Burke, Got 11 minutes. I thought that was 11 minutes too many. I'm not a Trey Burke fan. I've said it before. I think Nilakina should have got those minutes. You know, Trey Burke has one good game a month. He had it last game uh, against Houston. Um, Boston has a ton of size. Um, you know, Boston doesn't play a guy shorter than like 6'5". You know, I, I think Marcus Smart's the shortest guy they play. Maybe Pritchard. Pritchard might be short. I'm not 100% how, sure how tall Pritchard is, but they only played eight guys. Um, Pritchard's 6'1", so he, he's actually the smallest guy. But he, you know, he only played 17 minutes. The meat of the lineup, you know, like Tatum played 41, Horford 33, Williams 34, Brown 35, Smart 34, right? The meat of the lineup is just a big lineup. Uh, you know, Marcus Smart is um, 6'4", so they play a big team, and Trey Burke just, he can't compete against that. He's just not good. Dallas needs to, Dallas needs to figure out how to get rid of that roster spot. He's just a bad player, Um, and once his contract's up, he's not going to be on another NBA team. I, I can write that down and just see what happens after his contract's up. Nobody, people will only bring him in if they have like a COVID scare again and he gets like a 10-day and stuff. But And if he is on another team, he ain't getting much playing time because he's just not that good. Uh, you know, one of the things I, I was saying is that Dallas has to, in the offseason, they've got to figure out a, a way to get a big. Um, watching... Watching the you know Powell and Maxi just sort of get manhandled. I I don't know. I know that Boston only had like three more rebounds. And what's funny is Tatum had Tatum led their team in rebounds. Uh, I guess I don't remember the four offensive he got. He got four offensive rebounds. I guess I don't remember him getting those. But you know the. Uh, Robert Williams had seven and Smart had seven, so I just, you know, I, I Dallas needs a big. They just need a big, and you know, I Powell struggled in this game. You know, there was three guys who were minuses. One was Powell, the other was Burke, and then one was Josh Green. Josh Green played an okay game. He turned it over a couple times. He had five fouls, but he had nine points. He's active. Um, I know that. I guess Sterling Brown was a minus four. Sorry, he had a, he struggled in this game. But I know Josh Green sometimes can be a little frustrating. But he did have some two. He had a couple turnovers that were a little frustrating, and he was only one for three on his threes. You know, he did make one, and it was a big one. They needed it, and he only had one rebound. But you know, he's so active. He makes. He does make the other team work, and I, I don't think you can ask for too much more. That that's what Dallas needs. They need an active player. 
you know, even what's funny is Bertans only played six minutes, and he was a plus, uh, plus five. He 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 did get a three pointer, and he had three rebounds, and a steal. He actually gave them decent minutes. Um, his shooting has been bad though. Thirty three percent is not great. He only took three, uh, but. At least it was something. He did contribute something, you know, with the steal and the rebounds and, and the, and the three-pointer you made. But overall, I, I just, I'm a little, I was a little surprised they won. You know, when they were able to tie it, or when they, when they were down by three, and Luka hit the three-pointer to tie it, I could not believe it. And obviously there was still a lot of time left. And I think even, I think... I think Brunson, Luca got mad at Brunson because he wasn't in the right spot, and it was a turnover. And I thought for sure Boston was going to score to take the lead, and somehow they just they didn't. And Dallas having the ball, you know, being able to run the clock out to get it really low to where if they, you know, if they did make a shot, Boston was going to have to hurry. And like I said, Dinwiddie hitting that shot was just huge. Everybody was so pumped up about it, obviously. And I, I like I was just real surprised they won this game. I I thought they really needed it. Uh, you know, they got Brooklyn next. Brooklyn beat the Knicks earlier. They were the first game of the doubleheader. Uh, but uh, they only beat them by three. But the one thing, Dallas, I will say, the, the one good thing about playing in Brooklyn is Kyrie's not going to play. And after Draymond, uh, what's his name? Drummond, Andre Drummond. Brooklyn really doesn't have a lot of size after that. So they might not hurt him too bad on the paint. Um, Drummond, Drummond can be a little slow also on the perimeter because you know they're going you know they're going to get that matchup, try to exploit that matchup with Luka and Drummond until Nash takes Drummond out of the game and replaces him with uh, a smaller player. You, you know, I, I don't know the, I don't know what's going on with like Blake Griffin, if he's not effective or if he injured or, or what's going on. Even Nick Claxton, who's sort of fallen out of that lineup. Um, he, you know, I, I don't know what's going on with him, but, you know, Nick's, I guess Nick Glaston did play 21 minutes. Blake Griffin played one second. Um, I, I don't know how he ended up playing one second. That's an interesting stat. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, Durant obviously is the guy they're going to have to worry about. They, you know, he had 53. Dallas is going to have to double and triple team him. I don't I don't think Bullock will play because being out for personal reasons, it's usually not just one game. So they'll have to go into it without Bullock, and they'll have to put guys like Dinwiddie and Dorian Finney-Smith. You know, Dinwiddie is a big guard. That's one thing I do like about Dinwiddie is he is a big guard. Um, but even they might have to use up Sterling Brown minutes for Kevin Durant. But uh, you know, it's, I, I'm just I'm so happy they won. I, I can't believe it. And I, I thought for sure Boston being on the run that they've been on, 
and Dallas having this road trip, that this kind of gauntlet of a road trip they've got to go on. I thought for sure Dallas would probably lose this game and come back out uh, next game and really try to win and maybe pull off a win in Brooklyn. I thought they had a better chance of winning in Brooklyn. Um, I think Boston's a better team than Brooklyn right now. Obviously, the record's better. They're more... Brooklyn or Boston's a more complete team. So, but Brooklyn is the next game and it is on uh, Wednesday. So, we they do get two, two days off in between. So, maybe Bullock can be there. I, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know why he's out, but having two days off is huge. And it's an early game. Maybe I can do the pod afterwards. That would be really good. I can get it get it in while it's, the game is fresh in my head. So, uh, you know, other games going on that uh, are... Uh, sorry, I was looking at... Philly's losing right now to Orlando by 12, and it sort of distracted me. James Harden's one for eight with eight points. That's rough. Uh, because Philly is the opponent after Brooklyn, so... They have two. They have really had three really hard games in a row, and they play Charlotte now. Charlotte's not playing well right now, but they're still capable of winning. So that's still a tough game, you know. But uh, the Clippers did win. They beat Detroit. Uh, you know they they are sitting right now in the eighth spot. Uh, Minnesota last night got a heat. Got a win over the Heat, which was a little surprising. And Golden State beat Milwaukee, and Toronto beat Denver. So, yeah, Utah also beat the Kings. So when it comes to standings and where everybody is, you know, Dallas has a two-game lead in the loss column now against Denver. It gives them a little bit of cushion. It's two games, actually, in the standings, too, but... They're two games back in that loss column. Uh, Dallas has 26 losses. Denver has 28. And Utah has 25. So Dallas is still sitting there in the mix. I I would like to see them pass Utah. It would be really nice if they could. Um, Like I said before, I think Minnesota's got to hold on that 7. And I think the Clippers got to hold on the 8th. The Lakers, they're 3-7 in the last 10. They're really struggling. New Orleans is really struggling. Um, I don't know who's going to get that 10 spot, but Zion, there was a Zion sighting. He was on the bench with the team. I don't know if that means anything. I I know they said he had a setback, but I thought for sure that if he had a setback, he wouldn't be back there with the team. He would be rehabbing still. And I, I really couldn't tell how if he had lost weight or what, but like I said, the rumor has it that he had lost 25 pounds. I, I don't know if it's true. I'm really, really eager to see if he does play. Um, I, I can only imagine they shut him down for the year, unfortunately, because I want to see him play. But um, the Eastern Conference, it's just a crowded field. Um, there is getting a little bit more separation between you know teams one and six, uh, you know Miami 
has 24 losses, but Cleveland has 29. Cleveland has some injuries. They're 3-7 and seven in their last 10. They've really fallen off. There's a chance Toronto could pass them. Toronto's 5-5 five and five in their last 10, and they've won three in a row. Brooklyn's won three in a row. So I don't know when Ben Simmons is coming back, but if Ben Simmons can come back, I, I could see a win streak coming. And if for some reason Kyrie's able to play, they they could go on a winning streak. You could see them winning something like 10 in a row. I, I would not doubt it if that happened. So Charlotte's the team that's really fallen off, but Washington's going to have to be the team that catches them. I don't foresee the Knicks being a problem for anybody. The Knicks have 40 losses. The, the Hornets have 35. I, I just don't see the Knicks. To me, Washington is the only team that threatens them. They played the other night. KP didn't have a very good game. And he just sort of makes comments after the game that just, I think, annoyed Wizards fans. And so, I, I you know, I, I liked KP, so I, I don't want to dog on him. I wanted KP to be successful here, obviously. But at the end of the day, sometimes he just, he would say things that would annoy me. Even after a win, He I think he would complain a little about not getting the shots. And I'm thinking to myself, you guys won the game. You know, stop, you know, don't complain about it, you know. And stuff like that would annoy me. And even if Dinwiddie hasn't, hadn't have been playing like he's been playing, I, I'm still okay with that trade. I, I still had no problem with it. I, I, I thought getting rid of Porzingis and getting rid of that contract is a good way to sort of revamp your roster because Dallas did have to revamp it. You you couldn't go into next year with the same roster. And I said it before the trade deadline. You can't go into next year with the same roster because you know the outcome. And it's it just wasn't going to change. So um, that's sort of my KP minute. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and end the uh, pod there. Uh, you know, there are – the Lakers play the Suns tonight. I don't foresee the Lakers winning. Uh, the Suns, even though they don't have Chris Paul, they've been playing decent basketball. So I could see them winning. You know, the Suns are 6-4 um, and four in the last 10. Not great. But they're still not playing terrible. So is in Phoenix. They have Booker. I could see them, you know, winning this game and watching the Lakers fall to twenty nine and thirty eight would be fun. Memphis plays Oklahoma City. I don't foresee um, Oklahoma City winning this game. Memphis will probably win. So those are sort of games that affect Dallas. Um, and then coming up in the future, tomorrow on Monday, Denver does play. Philadelphia, so that should be interesting if Philadelphia can win. It'll help Dallas a little. Like I said, add a little bit of cushion. Um, Milwaukee plays Utah. If Milwaukee can win that basketball game, then you never know. They could they could time in the loss column before um, their Wednesday matchup with Brooklyn. You know, this is a big. That's a big game for Utah. Uh, Milwaukee's been playing well. You know, for all the struggles that they've had, they're up to number two in the East. So they're starting to get healthy. I, I told Brooke Lopez is actually going to play uh, their next game, I think it was, on Monday. I think that's what the message I got. Brooke Lopez was going to play, so that's going to be interesting. 
So we need Milwaukee to beat Utah. That would be that would really help Dallas. Um, then Tuesday, Memphis plays Indiana, which I just don't foresee them. Uh, Indiana winning that game. They're pretty much trying to tank. So Memphis does have an easier schedule than Dallas. Dallas does, in theory, have one of the easier schedules, and Utah I think has one of the harder schedules. I think the Lakers have like one of the hardest. So. Um, it'll it'll be interesting that uh, to see, you know, where where the standings are on Wednesday, when you know Dallas does take Boca, you know the Denver Nuggets play the Wizards on Wednesday night, along with the uh, Bulls playing the Jazz, and that's another tough game for the Jazz. So. Jazz could obviously win both of those games. They're a good team, but they could also lose both those games. And, you know, if Dallas can pull off a win and, and somehow pass them, that would really be something, you know. To, they Dallas really needs home court advantage, I think. So, anyhow, I, I think I'm going to end it there. But if you would like to follow me on Twitter, you can at the Mavs Outsider. And if you could rate and review your podcast wherever it is you get your podcast i'd really appreciate it but uh until next time we'll talk to you later